0: You're listening to the Die Hard Fantasy Podcast. Here are your hosts, Matt Gaze and back, Dan Desenza, and Cliff Gill.
1: Welcome in to the Die Hard Fantasy Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. We are here to help with all fantasy football needs. It's September 30th, 2021. I'm here with Dan D'Senza. Cliff Gill is back in the building. Welcome back, man. Thank
0: you, thank you. So good to be back.
2: Thank you for being
1: here, Cliff. I hope your night was swell and full of adventures while we were here working. Uh, but again, thanks for tuning in. If you're new, follow the Twitter at Die Hard Podcast where we answer all questions. Send out the links to the podcast and all that good stuff. But today we're going to be going over the news of the day. We have a couple start-sit questions. And we have our starts of the week, sits of the week studs and duds studs and duds we went to studs and duds because we we're gonna pick people we think who are just gonna ball out and be beast or chumps this week so
2: but not necessarily sit them. just people we, we want
1: bad matchups yeah maybe. temper
2: your temper your expectations yeah
1: I I like that better, just the duds.
2: I do uh, find it interesting, though, I I, I need to mention, is that Cliff did not listen to our podcast that he was not in on. I find that very interesting.
1: I
0: actually did (laughs) listen for 10 minutes while I was in my short car. 10 minutes. Sorry, let me extend the road until I get to my destination.
1: That's right. He should have woke up this morning, been listening, turning on in the shower. This is ridiculous. But, uh... We did. We are doing the giveaway at 250 followers for the random jersey. So tell the peeps because you could be the winner. So get that out there. Let's go ahead and jump in the news of the day, though. I got a couple things on here. Julio Jones, wide receiver for the Titans. He's getting treatment on a leg injury, and his status is questionable for week four. So that sucks for Tannehill and the Titans.
0: Yeah, it was Tannehill's first good matchup too. I felt like I was gonna hop over it today, and then yeah, I'm like well, Julio might not play. AJ's not playing. I was like, huh.
1: Oh. Yeah, so maybe a bump for Derrick Henry. I mean, he's probably gonna touch it thirty times regardless. But uh, I, I, I want to. There's a uh, interesting guy I want to bring up later in the show. Wide receiver. He caught that one touchdown. I can't even remember his name. I'm gonna find it here shortly though. It's, he has a weird name. I don't know how to pronounce it, but Very I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he scored that touchdown. Yeah. It looks like he's going to be the next guy up. Not saying I would put him in my lineup and start him, but that's probably going to be the guy. Um, Marlon Mack and the Colts agree. Hey, running back for the Colts agreed to part ways, so they're looking for a trade destination for him. Any names in mind? I liked it. He's going to be traded as a Jonathan Taylor owner. Heck, yeah. That's the first thing I think. I think Ravens and 49ers are going to be top two teams. <laughs> good, good guess. Yes. <laughs> it's yes. going to be one of them. Uh, Rashad Bateman, Miles Boykin activated off the IR. Uh, I question, do you guys think Bateman is worth a stash? Um no, he, I, I mean he probably won't be ready for another two ish week. If I had to guess, two weeks. You don't think no, he's worth a stats? I don't. I
2: just don't think there's enough volume there. Yeah. Um, I
1: just, I no, I just don't. All right, T Higgins didn't practice again, so he's probably not going to yeah, play. Yeah, short this week. week. I don't see how he's going to play, which is very bad news. Very bad news. And then I threw some news in here for Cliff. Deontay Johnson was limited today, and Juju Smith-Schuster did not practice. So we need to keep an eye on those guys, but Deontay being limited is good news—a good sign for him to play Sunday. Maybe Ben can not fall down this week. I I did show him the video (laughs) right after the podcast, and we were hilarious. But let's go. Y'all got any other news other than that? No, you did good. All right, let's jump into. I got we got some. Who would you rather starts in here? Um, The first one we got up: Brandon Cooks or Debo Samuel?
0: Sure. I'll probably go Brandon Cooks just because he's clearly the number one on that team. They're going to be behind almost every week, and Ayuk kind of looked like the I know he didn't do great, but he kind of looked like the guy last week.
2: Well, I, this one for me is pretty easy. I know Cooks is going to have a lot of volume, but I'm easily going to go with Debo. I think I think he's clearly the number one there. He's going to get as many targets as Cooks. He's in a better offense, so I think there's a better chance of him
1: scoring. Who'd you go, Cliff? I yeah. went Cooks. Oh, I'm going to go Debo just because of that fact that I think same volume-ish. I, I just think Debo, they're going to be more scoring positions, so I'd go Debo.
2: Yeah, and – do you really trust davis mills i know he was targeting
1: cooks a lot last week but is he gonna do that week in week out i don't know maybe uh but next up tonyan robert tonyan or tyler higby i'm
2: gonna go higby almost every week in this matchup um if, if tonyan doesn't get a touchdown he's probably gonna be irrelevant and i think higby can rack up some points without getting into the end zone which you know gives him a much higher four
0: Yep, I'm going Higby. Tanyan, I think, had one point last week or three points last week. He's Mm -hmm. not getting involved, so Higby.
1: Yep, I agree with Dan. Again, touchdown dependent more than anything, and I don't think Higby. uh, Some weeks he'll need him, but some weeks I don't think he'll need touchdowns to be relevant. Uh,
0: Emmanuel Sanders or Marvin Jones? I'm going Marvin Jones again kind of because of the same situation with Cooks. Number one um, over Sanders being a number two. Mm-hmm. They're going to throw a lot, just like Houston, so Marvin Jones.
2: I think this one's really close. I actually had a tough time when I, I was did trying too. to think about this one. Uh, Sanders higher upside for sure. Sanders safer floor. But I'm going to have to go with Jones also. I think he's just going to be in a negative game script. He's going to see a lot of targets, especially in garbage time. Uh, before week three, Sanders only had 12 points, You know, and then he exploded last week. So I kind of see him as – you know, he'll, he'll do good one week, might disappear for a week or two. So I, I
1: think Jones is going to be more consistent. Hmm. So I'm going to have to go against both of you. I would go Sanders. Marvin Jones does lead the team in targets with 28, so I'll give you guys that. But just being more on a pass-heavy team, just knowing what Josh Allen is and what that team's identity is, I would go Sanders – the air yards are there. Again, targets are there. They just haven't hit on the first two weeks, but he's playing a lot. He's the clear number two, so I would go Sanders.
0: And they play Houston this week. And so they
1: play Houston. Dang. That, was a, that was a close one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can
2: go either way. Yeah, that was cool. – I have
1: my first sentence. I think these guys are super close. <laughs> uh, go ahead and move on. Cortland Sutton or Brandon Cooks? we got a lot of Cooks on here.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm going Sutton not for sure. I mean, like I said before, I know it. he had a good week last week, uh, Cooks. I just don't really trust Davis Mills. Um, I I don't know what Cooks is when uh, with. When, I don't want I don't want to have Cooks when Mills has that six for 20, 105 yard game. You know, Cooks, and th- that's gonna come.
1: Cooks will have the six catches <laughs> yeah, for eighty yards. Yeah, probably. Yard. I have on, I do have on here Brandon Cooks just because more consistency throughout the first three weeks and. I, but with KJ Hamler going down, it makes it very, very close because Sutton could – those targets
0: could translate to Sutton. Yeah, I mean, super, super – Sutton and Debo are close, so I might as well ride with my guy this week, Brandon Cooks. Ride with him. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I Yeah, for all the same reasons.
1: All right, Miles Sanders or James Robinson? I, I'll go. I, it's super close. It's, it's pretty close to me. I mean, I want to see the upcoming week, but – I guess, like we talked about yesterday, Dan Cliff, you wouldn't know, but we <laughs> talked about yesterday, I, I kind of put that whole game as a throwout game because he got two carries. He's not going to get two carries again, and I, I don't believe Robinson will be a 20-plus touch guy. It's just not him anymore. They'll be down in games. Uh, and it's especially this week, Miles Sanders, because they're in a 54-point over-under and the Chiefs rank 30th against running backs. So that's why I'd give Sanders.
0: Well, those last two stats are going to have me say standard or Sanders for this week. But throughout the year, I think I'm going Robinson. Sanders has not been impressive. And, I mean, Robinson, at, at least he's getting some games with 20 touches. So. Yeah, true. But, but, yeah, Sanders does have a gravy matchup.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm going Sanders too, and kind of like you said, I'm trying not to look at his two carries that he had last game. I'm kind of looking at, yeah, kind of looking at it as a, as an anomaly. Um, and and kind of like you said too, man, I just don't really trust Robinson to keep that volume that he got last week. I think Sanders is much safer, and they probably he's probably has more upside as well. And I think they have about the same
1: floor, um, even though Sanders fell through the floor last week. <laughs> <laughs> he went to the basement. But uh, moving on, Chuba or Damian Harris this
0: week? Yeah, I'm going Chuba. I hate the matchup for Damian (laughs) Harris against Tampa Bay. Um, Maybe this would be the only week I would go Chuba, but this week, definitely going Chuba.
2: I'm going Chuba for sure, and probably going forward as long as he's starting. Um, It's a no-brainer, I think, and I just don't know about Harris. Um, he could have two points again, and I just don't see that happening with Chuba. He's much safer. He's got to get a lot of volume, and uh, I think he's likely to have 15 points or more. And I do think that the Panthers are going to try to run the ball to keep Dallas off the field.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I- I'm not going re-i- to reiterate everything you guys said, but, yeah, they're going against Dallas, another high-scoring game. He's going to be used, and like you said, Damien getting out snapped by Brandon Bolden. They're playing the Buccaneers. It's not yeah, a bad good, matchup. It's not a good yeah. matchup. I would take Chuba over this week, especially. Um, but go ahead and move on. Zach Moss or Trey Sermon. Dan's request is in here. He sent this in. He wanted to talk about it. I actually
2: have this because of injuries. I actually have this. I'm gonna have to go Zach Moss. Uh, I just obviously I like the matchup a lot better, and there's just too uncertainty with Sermon at this point. Um, Mitchell might even play, and then it's definitely a no-brainer. But even if Mitchell doesn't play, I'm still going to go with Moss.
1: Uh, Okay. So I think Mitchell's going to play. So do I. So if he does play, I'm going Zach Moss. If he doesn't, I would go Trey Sermon. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I don't think the 49ers liked Trey Sermon too much. He got lucky with the touchdown. He literally bailed out. The Bills are 16-and-a-half-point spreads against (laughs) the Texans. So they're going to be running the ball, and Zach Moss will be the beneficiary of that. I'd go Moss. Okay. So put him in your lineup, Dan. (laughs) I just said I'm going Moss. (laughs) Cliff, you're good on that. Yeah. Uh, Singletary or Fournette?
2: I'm going Singletary. I just don't trust any Tampa Bay running back. Uh, New England's pretty good against uh, running backs this year, and you know Singletary has the Texans, so I'm yeah, and,
0: and he's getting surprisingly enough touches. He's getting plenty of work. He didn't capitalize last week, but, or, uh, yeah, last week was his down week. Mm-hmm. But he's definitely getting a lot more touches than Fournette is.
1: Ooh, so I'm against you guys again. I think I'd go Fournette surprisingly. He was my sit of the week last week because of the Rams, and he – did not do good. He sat on the bench is what he did. So, but I mean, yeah, they're going to New England revenge game. I'm not saying Fournette's revenge game, but Tom Brady's revenge game. They're going to throw every aspect of the game at them just to dominate Bill Belichick. And again, I see Singletary as more the pass catching back. So I just see Zach Moss getting the later down work. So that's why I'd go Fournette. All right. I'd like to, I, I see, do, I'd like to see who is right. about that. I I That'd do think it. that uh, Tampa Bay will get into a
2: game script in the second half where they're going to have to where they're going to want to run the ball. I think yeah. this game's going to be a boil out.
1: It's possible, and it could be um, could be Moss, but we'll see. Um, or I meant Fournette. But last one: Zach Moss or Michael Pittman?
0: Zach Moss. I'm going Zach Moss uh, for the same reasons. Uh, Pittman. Uh, me and my brother actually were we were looking at what Pittman has done and dude he's been solid surprisingly solid very so I started thinking about that right when I said Zach Moss but I am going Zach Moss against Houston yeah this one's
2: really super close to me like super close so I'm gonna err on the side of the running back fair Um, enough so that's normally when I what I do when it's that close and I'm having a hard time deciding that is a very difficult one
1: though I all right so we're gonna mark down these and see who does better because I don't like being against both of y'all I'm going to take Pittman. Just, dude, like you said, pure volume. He leads the team 28 targets. We thought we should sit him against the Rams. That was a mistake. I don't think they're going to be following Michael Pittman around. Xavier Howard is on this team, but doesn't scare me. Just because of volume and targets, I'd go Pittman. Just because of known volume. Moss could disappear this game. Yeah, I, mean, but I think I'm being controversial to myself, saying i take Zach Moss over Trey Sermon, so we'll see. All right, I'm I'm
2: I'm not gonna be surprised at all if Pittman outscores him. It's it's very close. It, it is yeah. close. It's very. I had
1: to look up a couple of things before I put that answer in there. But <laughs> let's get into the start sits. I want to hear y'all studs and duds. I'm sorry, studs and duds. Who is your stud at quarterback, Dan?
2: Oh, I'm going Russell Wilson. The 49ers, you know, everyone thinks that their defense is really good and they are good up front, but they've given up an average of 30 points a game to the quarterbacks this year. I don't think Russell is going to be any different this week. And by the way, that's the fifth most points given up to quarterbacks. Um, I think they're going to try to have the San Francisco is going to try to ground and pound the ball to keep Russell off the field. But I, I just think they're gonna have a hard time stopping that pass and attack even even in uh, he might be has some limited um, volume especially early because I do think like I said San Francisco's gonna to try to control the ball um, since the one thing that will concern me a little bit is Seattle's offensive line they do need to to stifle that uh, ru- that uh, uh pass rush mm-hmm. but I I just think. I, I always think DK is in for a huge game, but I I I think he is this week as well. I think they're gonna hook up, and I I think Russell's going 300 yards and three touchdowns.
1: Okay, see that was my start of the week last week. Didn't do so good, so bounce back week for Russell. I like it. Um,
0: and I, that yeah. game, even though the de- well Sam Friend's defense might and they might want to run, I for whatever reason I do see that score ending up being a back and forth game. So. Jimmy G and Russell could. Seahawks defense
1: sucks too. Yeah, I can definitely see that being a high-scoring game. I would take the over in that game. Okay, a little side bet from Dan. I like it. Uh, I'm going to go Matt Stafford. He's playing the Cardinals with an um, uh, over-under of 54 points, uh, projected to be a high-scoring matchup, and I'd rather have the QB in this game not going against the Rams defense. Not saying Kyler Murray is going to have a terrible game. I do think it's not going to be a super Kyler Murray game, but – I'd rather have Stafford on this side of the on, on this side of the game.
0: That was definitely one of the guys I was eyeballing today, and I, then I of course seen you did it. So I resorted to Dak Prescott against the Carolina Panthers. Ooh. yeah, and uh, we we seen Dak beat a Tampa Bay team and go off for you know thirty forty points against a stud Tampa Bay defense. Last week we saw Zeke end up running two touchdowns in. Dak was stopped at the one-and-a-half-inch line. And, I mean, so he didn't have the best luck last week, and he still ended up with around 30 points. So he's going to score. And this week might be Carolina's, you know, first loss of the season. I could see uh, Dak and the Cowboys beasting it this week. So I'm going Dak Prescott. He's a 30-plus guy this week.
1: I think that's going to be a good game. I do too.
0: And getting back to
2: your
1: Stafford, I'm kind of thinking he might be matchup-proof. Maybe he might be. After doing yeah. the Bucks like he did, I mean, yeah. the Bucks front seven is really they're they're good in the run game, but not the best pass. But yeah, I mean, Stafford's good, man. Yeah. He's elite, Super and, Bowl and, team. And, and,
2: and I do I do agree about the Dak, too, because the Panthers are really good against the run. Mm-hmm. So I think Dak's gonna have
1: to throw, and he's gonna throw a lot. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping so. Uh, let's go ahead and get into the duds. I got. Uh, I know everyone was pretty stoked about Danny Dimes, but uh, I think if you I think you sit him this week. Um, they're playing, uh, I thought I had it on here. They're playing New Orleans. New Orleans, there you go. Thank you, Dan, for backing me up. But they're allowing the second fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks. Um, Shepard's not looking to be playing Slayton. So, I mean, he's not. doesn't have, again, Galladay, he's going to be matched up with Marshawn Lattimore, who is allowing the least, uh, the worst passer rating to quarterbacks. So he's going to have to find other options, and I think it's going to be a tough matchup. I would start Kirk Cousins and Sam Darnold over him if possible. Yeah,
2: and the Giants are banged up a wide
1: receiver. Yeah, me, so. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Slayton yeah. Shepard, they are all looking questionable. So, wow.
0: Yeah, Danny Dimes is not getting in the starting lineup <laughs> this week. People were liking yeah. him as a streamer. I, I mean, he he the rushing upside last week—he was definitely streaming. Yeah. yeah, he's not a stream this week for mm-hmm. sure. All right, my dud would be Baker Mayfield against Minnesota Vikings homer pick. <laughs> and yes, I mean, it's Minnesota. They do score high game. You know, they're in high-scoring games only. No low-scoring games. But I'm just, I'm not, li- I not because of the matchup this week, but going forward the whole year, I just do not see Baker Mayfield throwing the ball enough. Yeah, Odell might get a couple passes, but that that, that running back duo is just insane, and it's, it's capping um, Baker Mayfield's You know, production. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's horrible, and so the rest of this is kind of my dud going on. I could do it. I would want to do it almost every week unless he that's because you're a Steelers fan no it's because he's a dud and he's gonna be on
2: my dud list <laughs> I, he was I, I actually contemplated him to be my stud of the week I think he's in for a great week this week and I think Minnesota's gonna score and I and, and of course Cleveland's gonna run the ball a lot as they always do but don't Baker if you look back last year he had games where he scored 40 points through it 40 something times I think this is gonna be one of those games So I'm going to have to disagree with you. We usually don't disagree in this portion of the studs and duds, but this time I'm going to. So we'll see who's right.
0: I said Minnesota. This is a decent matchup. I'm just making a power move. He's a dud for the rest of the season. (laughs) Rest of the season. I like it. Dan, who's
2: your dud? Uh, Mine's Mac Jones. And, I mean, I know he's a rookie. This might seem kind of obvious. But, you know, he's playing Tampa Bay. They have been pretty bad against the quarterback this year, believe it or not. But I think this is a great uh, get-right game for them. Um, New England is not going to be able to uh, run the ball. It's going to force them to become one-dimensional. And I think the game script is going to get out of hand for, for uh, New England. Like I said earlier, I think this game's going to be a blowout. Um, I think this is going to be one of those games where Jones is just going to look bad, kind of like um, Fields did this past week. And I think it's going to be a learning experience for Jones. He's going to have to learn from it. He's in for a rough day. Yeah, he's got Brady's
0: gonna make sure to show them what they're missing out on. Still, <laughs> I
1: agree. Right, let's go ahead and get to the sleepers. Cliff, who you got at the
0: sleepers position? Jimmy Money G. Uh, he's going against <laughs> Seattle, uh, but he's my sleeper because is I, that really his nickname, I, I, or did uh, you just make that I just up? I just made it up. <laughs> Jimmy Money G. Okay, <laughs> yes, and I
1: mean his sleep kind of sounds like a rapper. <laughs> He, he a bad sorry
0: <laughs> but Debo, Ayuk Kittle they're all back on the field they all look to be healthy and it, it was kind of good seeing that and I think Jimmy G's going to take advantage of that with the Seattle same reason I liked Russell I do think it's going to be a high scoring game and Jimmy G's going to have to throw I know Elijah's probably coming back but he's still banged up so he's not going to get 20 touches or I don't think so at least and I see Jimmy G taking a You know, having a field day, maybe getting Kittle in the end zone, getting Debo, give one up to everyone. It might be a good week. Okay.
1: Yeah, I like that.
2: We just said that we think this is going to be a high-scoring game. Seattle's been terrible Mm -hmm. on defense
1: this year, so I like that one. I'm excited for the matchup. Divisional game, too. That should be fun to watch. I got Taylor Heineke. Taylor Money Heineke G. (laughs) (laughs) That's my sleeper. And I know it sounds crazy, but, I mean, he's going up against Atlanta. He's actually averaged over 20 fantasy points per game, so – uh, Falcons defense, no bueno, uh, so I, I like Taylor Heineke in this spot, if, yeah. if you're desperate.
2: Yeah, I, I admit that Taylor Heineke was going to be my guy, but you really, really got to him first, so nice. I was like, oh, i got to go find somebody else. Okay. So. Well, I was
0: scrolling through yeah. the rankings. I, I didn't have to scroll too far <laughs> to see old Heineke really? up there. Yeah, he, dude, okay. he was Love the matchup. 15, yeah. 16, or 17,
1: nice. so he's up there. Yeah, he, he chucks the ball down the field, so I mean, yeah, I could see a nice game from him.
2: Yeah, my, my sleeper, actually, I'm going to stay. I'll just stay in the same game. I'm, I'm going uh, Matt Ryan. Mm. And this actually pains me because normally I would just rather eat Gas and Susie than play Matt Ryan. So, But uh, Washington has been absolutely terrible against the quarterbacks. Um, they've given up the most this season so far. And like I said, there's not many weeks of playing Ryan, but there's ever one. I think this is it. I don't think the Washington defense is. This is why I don't pick defenses early in drafts because they were really, really good last year. Really tough to score against last year, and so far this year, they they it is not the case. They so. began torched. Yeah, I mean they they they've, they've been giving up some. I points. actually played
1: against Barish this week, and they had, or I, I saw his score. He had negative, they had negative yeah. six points. Yeah, <clears throat> that's that was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Cliff getting lucky with the schedule again, but. Yeah. Let's go ahead and move to the running back duds. Uh, Stan, who you got? Running back studs, right? The The studs, studs, yeah. Yeah. Y'all are messing me up with this. The (laughs) studs. Stan, go ahead.
2: I'm going. This is his breakout week. It's a lock. You can mark it down. It's Jonathan Taylor. Okay. The Dolphins have given up the second most points to running backs this year. They got torched by Peyton Barber last week. And the week before, the Singletary and Moss combo, 31 points. So they're they're just another one. Miami, great defense last year. You know they were very tough to run against. So I mean, it's only through three weeks it could turn around, but but not, they have not been this year. So this is Taylor's week. He's over a hundred. He's
0: getting in the end zone. Take it to the bank. Okay. I'm doing my little date or weekly draft um, tonight, and that might just have persuaded me to go Taylor.
1: Well, I my stud of the week is Joe Mixon. Thursday night against the Jags, smash start, more of a lock than Jonathan Taylor, actually. They have let up five touchdowns to opposing running backs through three weeks and the fifth most fancy points to them. Smash Joe Mixon. Smash him.
2: I like it. Automatic lock. I mean you head know, head. anytime you're playing the Jags, you know, I love every running back that's playing the Jags. So. Well
1: now you do after those yeah.
2: stats. I do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My stud absolute lock is Austin Eckler versus the Raiders and the I mean the Raiders are 22nd against the run and the Raiders have a good offensive line yes but you know they they're going to pat they have Ecklers in the pass game and the run game so he's kind of unguard, what is it unguardable unplannable you can't plan for him. Okay. <laughs> can't think of the word, but no game plan is going to stop this guy. He's a mismatch. He's a workhorse. He's going to do it again. Herbert's going to have to throw, you know, those quick passes because of that good offensive line or defensive line, Crosby. So um, picture the little dink and dunk that's going to be all day. Austin Eckler, stud this week.
2: So you did say Raiders had a good offensive line before, and I assumed you meant defense alone oh, yeah. and you did you did just correct yourself yeah, so. but yeah i do i do think this is gonna be a high scoring game so i like that pick yeah. too and this should be a fun game to watch too the raiders are fun to watch all of a sudden yeah and, raiders and, and chargers oh yeah. chargers, yeah. chargers that that too yeah, yeah. All, right, all right i like i like
1: brandon Stan, i like that guy i like that coach mm-hmm. he's a good coach he is uh let's go ahead and move on to the duds we talked about this guy yesterday dan Tyson Williams. Cliff doesn't like to hear it, but it is what it is. I will say he did lead the backfield with 29 snaps, but only five touches. I don't think this week will be his bounce-back week. After doing research, he's going up. Uh, he's going against a tough Broncos defense, uh, defense who's led up zero touchdown and the second fewest points to running back. So, good luck, Tyson Williams.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't have much to add. I yeah. completely agree
1: with all that. Yeah,
0: Broncos are definitely a tough de- defense, and if he doesn't get his butt in the game, it's not going to be good well, Also, he needs more than five carries. Yeah, so you, just, get Freeman you, out yeah, you just
2: don't know if how many carries he's going to get. Like, yeah. If he was guaranteed 20, 15, 20 carries, then, and, yeah. And yeah, I'd like him a lot more. But you just don't know. He can get anywhere from 5 to 12 to 15. <laughs> you have yeah. no
0: idea. Yep. And I got this right. Chase Edmonds is going against the Rams. Correct, Arizona? Mm -hmm. Okay, just making sure. That is my dud this week, Chase Edmonds versus the Rams. I mean, James Conner got the goal line touches last week, got in the end zone. That's never good to see. And, I mean, this this Rams matchup is not pretty at all. So if you have better options, definitely sub in someone for Chase Edmonds. I know he's that borderline number two, so you may not. But, I mean, no goal line touches and going against a heavy Rams defense is not going to be a high upside guy.
1: Would you rather go Tyson or Chase? Probably Ooh. Chase. Chase? Just Chaser, more volume? Yeah. Chase or Sermon.
0: Volume. Or Sermon. Wow. Or
2: Mitchell, depending on which plays.
0: Uh, I'll
1: go Mitchell uh, over
0: Chase. I would probably go Mitchell would too. If uh,
1: Mitchell plays, uh, I'll go Chase Edmonds over Trey Sermon, if that's what you're asking as well. Or yeah, it's kind of, yeah, or okay. kind of what I was. saying. Yeah, okay, the 49ers I, running back. Yeah, I'll take the 49ers running back. Okay, yeah, yeah. Me as well. All right, how, I want to say before you go for your dud, Dan. How do y'all think this game's going to play out? The Cardinals and Rams. Do y'all think Kyler Murray's getting shut down? No, no, I don't.
2: I don't. I I, I do think the Rams are going to win, but I think it's going to be pretty close. I think Kyler's going to play well.
1: Do you think Hopkins is going to get shut down? No.
0: No, yeah, and uh, you see how the Bucks, you know, looked. They their offense couldn't do that much against the Rams. I, I think this is going to be more of the high scoring affair, kind of back and forth, just mm-hmm. you know, going crazy. I want.
2: I think the Rams are going to win, but I'm not going to be shocked if the Cardinals do. I think the Cardinals are. They're they're up. They're high powered. They're yeah. up there.
1: I would say this the second whoever's the second receiver is going to be for the Cardinals is going to have a beast game. I just I, don't know which second. I, receiver yeah, I is think that's
2: be. actually probably could be one of the keys of the game. Yeah, so, whether it's Kirk or AJ yeah.
1: Green, one of those guys have a big game. Like I'd put money on it. Good dart throw in uh, DraftKings DFS
2: <laughs> if you can guess it right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Um, but yeah, go ahead and go with your dud. Bro. All right,
2: I'm gonna go out on a limb here. You guys are probably gonna be surprised at this, but I'm gonna go Ezekiel Elliott. Wow. I'm not saying sit him. I'm just saying he's going to be a dud this week. Uh, very, very tough matchup against the Panthers. Their run defense has been stout. They have given up the least amount of points to uh, running backs. The most they have given up to anyone running back this year: five points to Alvin Kamara. Wow. So I, th- I think that Dallas is just, gonna, uh, it, yeah, Dallas is just going to have to run the ball, and you know, you mean may- throw it. I mean, I'm sorry. Throw it, yeah, and maybe Zeke will get involved in in that, but I don't. They've been it. That's been powered more than than Elliot, but yeah. yeah, I I don't I don't I don't like the matchup at all. And again, you drafted them top eight, top six. You're not sitting them. Temper your expectations, especially after last week. Yeah. you're not
1: sitting them. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I don't hate it. I I, I like the dud pick. Let's go ahead and jump into the sleepers. Uh, Cliff, you know, that's
2: one I'm going to brag about if I'm right. Yeah. And
1: if you're not right, it is yeah. what it is. Yeah, I yeah. know. You'll never hear about it. <laughs> remember, remember our Brandon Cooks lock? Me and you took him yeah. as a sit? Yeah. Well, they're yeah. hearing about it right now. Sometimes yeah. we're wrong, guys, but 99% of the time we're right.
0: We have a pretty good hit percentage. Yep. We are beasting. Cliff, who's yeah. your sleeper at running back? Definitely go me because I'm staying on the same backfield, Tony Pollard. Um, he's been getting into that flex territory. He, he may be running back, too. He did only get 12 touches last week, but they, uh, Dallas was up big in the game the week before. He got 16 uh, touches, which is plenty. And like Dan said, they're not going to be necessarily going to be able to run. And I see Pollard as the better pass back. And let, let's be real, he, he he makes his touches count. He's fast. He looks almost like the most athletic fast guy on the field. Yeah. So, well yeah, a bunch of maybe a bunch of passes and it's a sleeper pick.
1: Yeah, he I mean, he brings a lot of energy. Like he does not I feel like he doesn't get less than 5 yards of carry nah. every time he touches it. So, yeah, I like that. I'm going to go ahead and go bounce back game for Miles Sanders playing Kansas City. I mean, I like I said, I don't believe that game that happened with Eagles and Cowboys 54 and a half point over under um, the Chiefs have led up five touchdowns to running backs and allowed the fifth most fantasy points to the position. So, I like it. I'm in. I'm in for Miles Sanders this week. Bounce back week.
2: I mean, he can't do much worse than he did last week. So he will bounce back. You are
1: right about that. Unless he has two carries for <laughs> yeah. less than twenty-four yards.
0: <laughs> I hope so because that is um, my only weak link so far right now on my silver, or on um, one of my fantasy teams. I want to get back to Cliff's uh, sleeper
2: because mm-hmm. um, uh, I had a, a friend ask me. He asked me last week, he said, Do I play Elliott, Answer, and uh, Pollard? And I said, Yes, do it. And this is my boy in New Jersey. Shout out New Jersey, by the way, for all you that are listening there. <laughs> but th- he asked me the same thing this week Do I stick with that? And I said, No. Don't yeah. li- and I do believe that he could be a sleeper. I'm saying yeah. if you have Elliot, I wouldn't play both of them this week.
1: Who's his other option? Do you know? Um,
2: I don't remember. I just I, I don't even know if he taught. I I yeah. I just said don't play him. Don't play power. I agree so, with that. Yeah. All right. Because I, I know he has somebody that he's that yeah, viable right. to put in. I just don't remember who it was. All
1: right. Fair enough.
2: Uh, my sleeper is going to be Sermon or real or Mitchell if he plays, depending whichever one. Um, I'm kind of hoping that Mitchell doesn't play because, one, I'm a sermon owner, and, two, I just think it'll be be better if one of them is not playing. Mm -hmm. And Seattle's worst against the running backs this year, and they've given up at least 25 points to running backs every single week. It's going to continue this week. This is going to be a game where I think that the 49ers are are going to try to run the ball and one or more of these backs on this team is in for a pretty decent game.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm with that. I like all the sleepers. Let's go ahead and get to the studs at receiver. I got Odell Beckham. I know, it's like, what, for real, Matt, you're going Odell? I know, I'm going Odell. He's playing the Vikings. He led the team last week in yards, tar- targets, catches, and I don't see that changing um, with Jarvis Landry out. No team has given up more yards and t- and more touchdowns to outside receivers than the Vikings. Smash Odell this week. Yeah. I like it, yeah, especially it, with Jarvis. I don't mm-hmm. like it. Heck yeah!
0: And it being Minnesota, this this might be his breakout week. He's, he's I I don't think he's gonna have a ton of them, but he, he can put up twenty like it's yeah. it was you know second nature to him. So yeah. Like, so
2: yeah. if he's a stud this week, I have to think that Baker's gonna do pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see.
0: <laughs> My stud uh, is. Stephon Diggs versus Houston. I love it. Yeah, yeah, a real stud, Josh Allen throwing the ball to him. But he's going to go off. He, he's number 32-ranked wide receiver this year mm-hmm. as far as half-point uh, PPR. And so I there's a breakout game coming. I think this is the definition of an opportunity for a breakout game. He's getting 10-plus targets every week, so it's not like he's not being involved. He's just not taking Stefan Diggs' advantage of it. Yeah. But I, I definitely see him doing that this week against Houston. So, guys, buckle your seatbelts. Yeah, I, huge game, I think,
2: from from yep.
1: Diggs this week. I'm so. good with Diggs. I like it.
2: All right, mine's going to be um, Calvin Ridley, and I just think he's due. And Washington has given up at least 33 points um, each week to the number one and number two combined on the for the opposing quarterbacks. He's the number one. So – I know they don't, I don't really like their number 2 so I think he's just going to see a lot of volume and I think I think this is his week. They're not Atlanta is not going to run the ball. They're just not. Yeah. They just can't. I don't care who they're playing. And they're yeah. especially not doing it against Washington. Nope. So there's going to be high volume and I think they're they're going to force feed really the ball. He's just due and look for him for a big
1: game. Yeah. I I like that. They're not running so it's going to be Cordell is probably their number 2 receiver on the team right now.
0: Yeah, and I, I was watching yeah. a little bit of the Falcons. Matt Ryan's missing some passes. Yeah, He had, he had he's Kyle Pitts stale, in the end zone. Yeah. He's just missing passes. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go ahead
1: and move on to the duds.
0: Cliff, who you got at your dud? My dud. I think we mentioned him a little bit in the who would you start. That's why I didn't want to go too crazy on it. But mine's Cortland Sutton versus Baltimore. I mean, I think this will be the first week we see the Broncos' offense, like, struggle. They, they've been on fire, but mm-hmm. I think they're going to struggle this week. So I don't really like anybody on the Broncos this week. If there was a week, I would avoid the Broncos' players this week. So, and that's why I'm saying Sutton is because, I, yes, I know Hamler went down, but that, that affects more of the Patrick. Uh, Cortland already had his starting job. He already gets his targets so, the KJ Hamler going down, I don't think it helps him that much. But, like I said, I just think it's a slow week for the whole offense for Broncos. So, I'm, I'm sit or my dud is Cortland Sutton. Okay. I'm,
1: I'm good with that.
0: I, I I kind of agree with that. I don't think the whole offense, because like, I actually
2: have someone I think is going to be good. But I do agree. I don't like the wide receivers in this game. Okay. All
1: right. They so, I'm sure. going to
2: go Henry Ruggs. I just think he's in a really bad matchup. The Chargers have been really good against the wide receiver this year. I just see this as a Waller game, and I actually don't like any wide receiver on the Raiders this week, So, but I,
1: I picked Rugs. You said oh Chargers? Yeah. Okay. All right, so you're not feeling the Derek Carr vibes this week then?
2: Uh, no, I think he's going to hit Waller like 20 times. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, I, no, I love to hear that. I have Waller, so cool. I hope that happens. Well, mine is going to be Kenny Galladay. I know you're probably thinking, but Matt, wait, you said Shepard and Slayton are how All the targets should go to him, right? No. Well, Marshawn Lattimore will be on Galladay all day long, and like I said earlier, he's allowing the lowest, win thrown at, lowest quarterback rating, and I just would be cautious if you're going to try to start him. I think Evan Ingram would be more of a good start, but... <coughs>
2: Uh Dexter wants to get in on the conversation. <laughs> he do, I guess he doesn't like my pick. He, he don't like your pick. I guess Galladay is a <laughs> he, smash start. He is a start. Giants fan.
1: <laughs> I guess Galladay is a smash start this week. Uh no, but he's my dud sleeper of the week. I mean um sit of the week, don't start him. Thank me later and i'm gonna go the sleeper i'm gonna go brandon iuke and throw him back in the flex don't be worried he's going against again we're picking a lot of guys from this game but he's going against seattle should be a high scoring game his snap count is back up to where debos is and i just see a nice nice game for all the receivers um
0: for the 49ers both sides really but yeah, and you looked good. Or I know he didn't finish with high numbers, but he, he looked good. He was catching He had it. six
1: targets. He should have had two touchdowns. He dropped the touchdown. so mm-hmm. hopefully those targets go up a little bit more.
0: My sleeper is Jacoby Myers, and, I, of course, which I'm ashamed of, I didn't get to listen to all of your things, but that's what I asked. I thought he was a pretty good waiver wire ad this week. I mean, he got 14 targets last week, so the volume's definitely there. Clearly the number one. Yeah, he's going against Tampa Bay, but I'm on the train where Tampa Bay's more so a run stopper than a pass stopper. Hundred percent. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, and the stats bear that out. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, okay. Jacoby Myers. I mean, he he's he's ready for the end zone. He even last year, he never scored a touchdown.
1: He has 150 targets without a touchdown. Thank, yeah, thank you. So he <laughs> is
0: overdue, he is burnt and he needs a touchdown. So this might be the week against Tampa Bay. Mac Jones will love that to see that yeah, um, Jacoby scores for his...
1: That's crazy though. That's crazy. He 150 targets and no It might have been catches. I think it was targets though, but I wonder if
2: there's a stat on that, like with the record. He's is. up. I, he's yeah. up there. I
1: know. Yeah. We'll look that up after. That the would show. be
2: there. That's something cool to look up. Mm-hmm. Who's your sleeper? I'm gonna go with Corey Davis, and I know Zach Wilson looked really bad last week, but they're facing the Titans, and the Titans did look better last week, but they've been torched by the wide, the wide receivers this year. I think the Jets are getting a negative game script, and. Corey Davis is definitely uh, Zach Wilson's number one target. I see him getting a lot of volume. I see him getting in the end zone. They're not getting shut out again. No way? No.
1: They're bad. Yeah. Like, they're actually really bad. If the Jets and Houston plays, who wins? But with Uh, Davis Mills, though. (laughs) <laughs> I, I i'm gonna probably have to go houston to be honest. oh <laughs> my god <laughs> uh, i think i would go houston too and so jets aren't beating anybody what about jets jets in uh
2: jacksonville jacksonville i yeah jacksonville, jacksonville
1: actually i mean they actually are they've been in off, some games right yeah. i don't think jets have been in one game uh, no. <laughs> let's go ahead and move into the tight ends uh, sorry jets fans if you're listening. We're just, We're not trying to bang on you. We just feel really bad. I
2: know for a fact there is at least one Jets fan that listens to this.
1: At least Adam Gase is gone. Yeah, brighter days in your future. Brighter days are ahead for sure.
0: Yeah, we're definitely not smiling right now while talking about the Jets. (laughs) No, we're laughing.
1: (laughs) Let's go ahead and get to the tight ends and leave these Jets fans alone. Dan, go ahead and kick us off. Who's your stud muffin?
2: Yeah, and this is the one guy on Denver that I like, and it's uh, Noah Fant um baltimore has given up the most points to tight ends this year they have played a lot of good ones but Fant he's been solid in his first uh two weeks Um, but he he only did have three targets last week but i don't see that happening again Um, with the injuries at uh, wide receiver i think he's just gonna become even a bigger part of the offense and yeah, look from to have. A, I think he's in for a big game this week.
1: So what they played Travis Kelsey
0: Waller Waller and then they, and shut, Hawkinson. they did shut down Hawkinson. Yeah, uh, so um, like, like Cliff said, hey, hey. <laughs> uh, thank you for noticing that. I did notice it. Man, you you ruined my train of thought. No, no fan. Doesn't that just suck? He was like he was the man. Like he got a bunch of targets last year. They get that QB change, mid you know off season. And now he can't find the volume or the targets. Mm-hmm. That, that sucks. You know, Fant can do it. He's just not getting the opportunity. Right. He definitely
1: can do it. Well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Big Big Gronkowski, revenge game. Did you pick? Gronk? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I felt like it was too good to be true. So no,
1: big lock of the pit of the week. Big Gronkowski. He's revenge game for him and Brady coming to Gillette Stadium. Um and. He, He's going to have two touchdowns. That's my call. Two-touchdown game from Gronk.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know Brady is going to want to give Gronk one more touchdown in front of those New mm-hmm. England fans. They're going to do it. I, I don't have too many stats, you know, to back up with I d- them. I didn't either. I just said he's going to have two he, touchdowns. He, yeah, it, it's kind of a gut feeling at this point. Yep. There's no way he leaves that stadium without a touchdown.
1: Revenge game from Brady and Gronk. Yeah. I think yeah. I think scoring. Brady's going to make sure he oh, gets a touchdown. Yeah, he's getting a right? touchdown. Yeah. Me too. That's a lock.
0: Uh, but –
1: um prop bets Gronk over 0.5 touchdowns. Heck yeah. Hey, uh, my, is that really what it is? I mean probably. It's probably not over 1. It's not over uh, 1. Yeah. Ham- I mean maybe maybe it. it's 1. If it's a half hammer. It. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I like that this week actually. All right. Watch now talking about it, but it's going to get to the duds. I got Robert Tanyan playing against Pittsburgh homer pick. Yeah. But they're nah, their, I like that. Their one. front seven actually they I mean it's their front seven's decent. The cornerbacks are They're they're really the weak side of the defense, but I think Rodgers will be throwing the ball to Devontae 18 times again this week and either Valdez or Lazard, whoever he likes. And then, yeah, I just don't see a lot going to Tanya in this game, unless he scores a touchdown, but, again, he's one of those touchdown-dependent guys.
2: Yeah, it's kind of like that every week with him, I think. Yeah. If you don't have a touchdown, then you can just forget it.
0: Mm-hmm. When I was doing the research, I was looking and seeing if I wanted to play him, but I, I seen one point, 11 points, one point. So, nah, I was like, no, I yeah. can't throw my name on this guy.
1: Mm-hmm. And he's playing your team, so no Definitely way, right? not, right?
0: <laughs> I will
2: not play anyone that is playing the Steelers. <laughs>
0: All right, guys, my dud is going to be Dalton Schultz. I know he had some hype. Y'all probably talked about him yesterday. He was our
1: one tight end in the waiver wire section, and we yeah. did forget to bring up Gusecki, so if yeah. he's out there, get him too. It's probably a little late. but
0: Oh, yeah, and let, I'm going to talk about him later too. Okay. But Dalton Schultz versus Carolina, yeah, I know I'm not going out on a limb because he wasn't in any starting lineups you know, before last week. I'm just saying – Oh Dan says it best. Don't uh don't get me wrong. Pump the brakes a little <laughs> bit. Pump the brakes. Yeah. <laughs> just pump the brakes. Don't go and try making a hero call and play, you know, s- s- him over someone like I know Pitts hasn't been doing good, but Pitts, Fant, guys like that. I don't think Schultz is jumping up just because he had two touchdowns last week. Okay.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's a chance that that's someone's only option because, right. you know, tight end's so thin. So then, yeah, you have to play But I totally agree. Would you rather okay. go
1: Schultz or Tanyan? Schultz. Would you rather go Schultz or Higby? Higby. Right. Yeah, well, I'm good with that. Your right. I'm that's, glad you're good with it. That, no, that's yeah. what I just had to ask. Uh,
2: mine is going to be Mark Andrews. Okay. And, again, Denver, third best against the tight end this year. I don't like the touchdown-dependent guys, and that's what Andrews is. There's just not enough volume. Take it to the bank. He's a dud this week
1: under six points. You know what I'm so mad about? I had him as my dud last week, and he had five for 111. Yeah, and he had his one good week, the one week I want to well, call him a
0: dud.
2: Yeah, You know what? That's one reason why I did pick him this week, because he very rarely has two games like that in a row. Yeah. So I think the odds are against him.
1: So
0: who, who is that again?
1: Mark Mark Andrews. Andrews. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah. he has one good game when I wanted to call him out, so (laughs) we'll see. Maybe you just take my duds and you start him. Maybe that's (laughs) what you got to do. No, but let's go to the sleepers. I got Evan Ingram. Matchup isn't the best against the Saints, but like I said, all these guys are out. Lattimore's going to be on Gala Day, so uh, I mean, I I just see volume more than anything coming his way. He just has to catch the ball. That's it.
0: I like that for a little Survivor lineup yeah. play.
2: That would be pretty I good. I mean, he's it, it's a sleeper, so I can see it. I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't do anything because it's Evan Ingram. But, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, it's a sleeper. He has a chance. Yep. Uh, you know.
1: Hopefully. I think he just gets more volume than normal due to those receivers. Yeah, being out. that's, that's, that's yeah, all.
2: Probably. It's possible. I'm going to go with uh, my man, Tommy Tremble. And <laughs> why not? You know, the, we, we need more validating options, so I'm pulling for him. You know, the Cowboys have been terrible against the tight end. Again, Arnold was traded. Everything just points to a sleeper pick right here. I mean, maybe I'm wrong and he does nothing. A lot of people don't know who this is, maybe, but tight end for the Panthers. Right, tight end Panthers. He actually had a rushing touchdown last weekend. Okay. So, not saying that's going to happen again, but just, you know, a little fun
1: fact there. I mean, McCaffrey out, I mean, some targets could go his way. And again,
2: it's kind of a dart, bro, if you're, you know, looking for a a tight end to play and you have nobody like me. Like, I'm very (laughs) thin at tight end.
0: Yeah. Yeah. My sleeper is Mike Gesicki. Matt just mentioned him. He's going against the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, I know Like this isn't a huge sleeper, but he hasn't been doing good this year. So he may have fa- uh, fell to the bench or he maybe even got dropped for someone. Probably dropped. Yeah, so I'm just go, – go ahead. Go get him. Um, Jacoby Brissett came into town. It was a whole different scenario. He got the ball – or he got thrown the ball 12 times and had 86 yards. Uh, I, that's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. And Jacoby's playing again this week, so might be a nice little change of scenery, and Gasecki's back to last year's Gusecki.
2: Matt actually said that yesterday. You wouldn't know, but <laughs> <laughs> he did actually say it yesterday. The offense looks better with, with Brissett and, and Gusecki s- has become a viable tight end again.
1: Uh, maybe I didn't say. Kind of. Look- Better, but I said the receivers and tight ends are more fantasy relevant with Brissett in the game. I mean that doesn't mean they look better. That just means they're more fantasy relevant. Okay. So that's exactly what happened last
0: year with two unfits. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. 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 So
1: yeah, especially for these next two or three games if you need a tight end and you're I mean, I I feel very comfortable starting him
0: the next couple
2: weeks while two is out. I have the feeling you guys are a little down on Tua.
0: Fantasy-wise, yeah. yes, I really don't like it, I, or like him. He doesn't turn it over a ton. He doesn't go win you a game. He doesn't go lose you a game. definitely yeah. doesn't go get you fantasy points. So. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah.
1: He's just a, a guy that starts at quarterback that will try to help win your NFL team, <laughs> but not your fantasy team. So, yeah, let's go. all will hail to Jacoby for the next couple weeks. Do you guys have any closing statements, anything like that, before we get out of here?
2: I'm sure Cliff wants to say something about the Steelers.
0: Go um, ahead. <laughs> no, I have nothing to say. Besides, go go to Alabama's team right now. Get a couple guys on that offensive line. Come play for us.
1: Yeah, uh, but guys, it's still early in the season. I stressed this yesterday. If you're zero and three, one and two, don't panic. Take it a week at a time. Take the start sits with with authority. Take the waiver waiver wire picks. Go out and get your guys, and don't give up. So. <laughs> was that your phone going off again yeah okay well guys thanks for tuning in to the Die Hard Fantasy Podcast uh, we will be back next Tuesday next Wednesday, Wednesday for our waiver wire ads and everything like that but guys follow the Twitter at Die Hard Podcast ask us some, uh, some dark shit questions this week if you have any trades you want, to, want us to look at we'll, we'll do, do all of all of it the-
2: but if you are gonna if you are gonna ask about a trade, it helps if we know some of your other what you want, you know
1: your other bench players and stuff who you got left over. That Great. helps. But thanks again for tuning in.
0: Thank you, boys. We'll see, see you, you Tuesday.